Oh my god, Cruella, freaking amazing. Soundtrack was fucking good. The movie was, it was so good that I forgot that Emma Stone was ever in any other movie. For me. Yeah, like that, that was her That movie. one part where she finds out about her mom and then goes to the water fountain and Ooh. has that fucking monologue, I was like, dead bitch, that's it. Wardrobe. Fuck it, kill them perros. Yes. The wardrobe. <laughs> oh my God. Even the guy, like when, the one that she partners with, he's like uh, the, the, the store guy. Yeah. Oh my God, he was beautiful. Yeah, oh. it was really, really wow. They made the poor kids look like rich kids because their outfits were... Yes. It was such just, I mean, mm. of a fucking movie. But we came together today to talk some shit. And today we have a special guest who we'll have to introduce right after this. Hey everyone, welcome back to Mary Jane E. Chingraderas. This is Mary. And this is Louise. And today we have two special guests. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. This is Boo Boo. I've been here before. <laughs> this is Sarah. I'm the other sister. <laughs> the other sister? <laughs> Hello, puppies. <laughs> the one that they still talk to. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, shit. <laughs> She's starting off. <laughs> Whoa. Damn. Oh, sip that shit. <laughs> Sip on that, baby. <laughs> Happy Father's Day. <laughs> Dang. Wasn't dad going to come? Oh. Yeah, but he said he couldn't make it because um, something to do with church. But you know what? Church starts with C, and maybe it's code for cunt. seen another dynamic duel like that shit was mind-blowing right now oh my god yeah. oh yeah. yes um we both were getting a period symptoms like on thursday and then friday comes around and we literally started the same like within seconds within a minute yeah That's... or within a minute yeah hold on i love how sarah said it real serious like within the minute <laughs> <laughs> like that shit i counted it I'd be careful. You got... Dude, okay, so I'm supposed to start... Yes, I I got wings. (laughs) (laughs) I said catchings. I don't... Okay. You know what I mean? So, I'm supposed to get it today, right? But I haven't really felt any symptoms till today. Today, I was, like, fucking ready to kill somebody. And then I'm crying, and I'm just like, bitch. Yep. What the fuck? I read something that the alpha female kind of controls when women. <laughs> yes, that's why I think we both started. I coughed, it came out, and then I knew we must have started. So is Sarah the alpha female? Well, that's what I thought, but it cannot be. Right? Because she's from out of town. Yeah. Dude. I'm here on business. That's all. <laughs> she was like, I'm here to get you started. I don't know. I don't know. I was on time. You were late. That's all I'm saying. Because mine was being patient, like polite, and waiting for you to come. Because you're the guest. Yes. Boom. You go first. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. Right? Um, so we wanted to talk about the difference of our generations. 
So I found out today that you guys are not millennials. <laughs> I would have to disagree on myself. Sarah's millennial. I mean, wait, Jen. Jen C. I am borderline. I think I could go either way in life. <laughs> so I was, we were having the conversation right now that I think it's because you had millennial siblings. Mm. That that's why you guys are cool. That's you know, just if you weren't, then you guys would be. Are, are you hearing this? I'm showing her the. Hmm. the deep. But, okay, mine is on the border, right? Mine is like smack middle. Can You're, be- you border some on some it says uh, 1996, some it says 1995. Mm-hmm. So if it's 1995, it's okay. You're Gen Z. I wasn't excited about being a millennial neither, and I embrace it now. Why? Because he just said outside that what's the other gen? Oh, Gen X. Gen X. What did they think? Uh, no, it was Gen C that I mean it was millennials that that believe they're entitled to things. Yeah, so millennials are entitled. But the generation before us... Gen X. Uh, Gen X. I didn't say anything about Gen X. Did I? Yeah, you did. You said that they didn't believe in themselves. Oh, or oh, they, no. they didn't believe that... They were entitled to things. That like. they were entitled to things. Yeah. Yes, and I'm like, that's fucking dumb. I'm sorry. How can you not come into this world and be like, I'm entitled to have a good life. I'm entitled to be happy. Because they follow the rules, I feel. Oh, I mean, I still feel like... To some extent, that would be too much. Like, you have to work for what you want, too, I feel. Oh, no, no, no. And I don't know. Not entitled. That's Gen Z? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) But but I don't think it's uh, entitlement, like, uh, how can I say it? Not not like, this is mine because it's mine and I was born in blah, blah. No, I think it's more of a. We want more. No, stereotypical gen- millennial thinking is that you are entitled to things that you don't even, you, don't, you haven't worked towards. Well, you know, I would like to that's take stereoty- back what I said about being millennial. <laughs> I am Gen Z. Yeah. No, but again, that's stereotypical. That's, mm. not, that's not everyone. Oh. Mm. Like, if that's the case, I don't want to be associated with them. Like people. when you said Gen X are people who, you know, follow the rules all the way. Mm-hmm. Think your dad. Does your dad follow the rules all the way? No. There you go. Your dad's Gen X. It's <laughs> like, what rules? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It doesn't apply to everybody. Mm. It's just. Okay. Yeah. Mm. But it's like stereotypical thinking is millennials think that they're entitled to things that they, they, they haven't earned. Wait, wait, did you say something, Sarah? You mouthed something to me. Mm-hmm. Would you like to? No? I feel like I have to caca. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> it's going to have to wait. <laughs> I can pause it, guys. Yeah, we can pause it. So we're going to pause this real quick to take a little shit break. And we'll be right back. back. So coming back from that shit break, someone brought up about getting a bidet. Sarah? Yeah, it's a life changer because sometimes, you know how when you think that you're done pooping, you wipe and there's still some? You use a bidet and it kind of clears you out. So like sometimes, okay, this is a bit TMI, but I'll get up after going poop and using the bidet and I'll get up and I'll feel the water brewing in my asshole. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I got to sit back down. <laughs> and you sit back down and it squirts back out all that water that you shot up there. But it's poop. It's poop that you wouldn't have got if you just used traditional toilet paper. Oh, my God. Hold on. So it rolls up your ass? Like in your ass? In your asshole? If you, she just said that. Yeah. That's, if you yeah. kind of push at the same time that you squirt. 
Why would you do that? I, I, don't don't know anything. I thought we were talking about bidets and sexual pleasure. Both. <laughs> <laughs> it has different different pressure levels as well. Really? I thought you just used it to clean the outside. You can. <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> but she said, if you push. <laughs> uh, did you learn that or somebody told you to do that? I think it, you just learn it as you go. Tricks of the trade. <laughs> <laughs> this is hack of the day. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like that would feel good, though, like pushing it out. The, like, Julie. And the it feels water. nice to not be wet. I can hear the whistling of one of us. <laughs> so clearly stupid. Oh. Oh. Hmm. Sorry, sorry, Amazon. <laughs> oh, that shit. was it. That was that was my ad. That's fucking huh. crazy. I always see them at Costco, and I'm like, hmm. really? Yeah. How much? They're not I expensive. Think, yeah, they're not. Well, well I mean, well, you what's spend, expensive to you? You, guys? you spend more money on other shit. You can afford the bidet on toilet paper. Hmm. That mm. too. Oh, so you can serve toilet paper. That's right. Huh? That would like like you would use so you less don't toilet paper, right? Use less. So then, hold on. So when you use it, then you don't have to wipe, or you do it after wiping, or you don't wipe at all, just to dry off, just a little tap. <laughs> so you don't wipe right. anymore, unless you want to do the shake, shake dry. I just work it. So you don't pre-wipe. No. <gasps> That's crazy. Now I just want to. I just want to buy one to see. You know, to test this shit out. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get how it cleans it. It makes sense, though. Like, if you have shit on any other part of your body, you wouldn't yeah. just use toilet paper. You wouldn't use something dry to go like Especially that. Especially not yeah. someplace that has a hole in nooks and crannies. But mm. I just don't get how it would clean it, you know? like Because you're already sitting there, so your asshole is vulnerable, and it's, like, open, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's relaxed. <laughs> and it shoots the water, Wait. And, and it gets everything. So it's not, like... Oh my god, somebody needs to be recording her. Oh, right it's now. not like that. It's more like like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Wait. I'm fucking I was assuming it was more of a gravitational thing because you know like you're sitting, so you know it's a when you splash it's just gonna the water's just gonna come down. Do you think this is a fucking Superman right? <laughs> he went real up too when you splash all of his arms. <laughs> Huh. Okay. <sighs> it does take a few tries to get it right because you have to position it so that where it shoots out is where your asshole is because sometimes it'll just get like the butt crack or something. <laughs> like, you missed, bitch. <laughs> oh. Your shirt is all wet. <laughs> 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 oh. Okay. Okay, so do you think, <laughs> Sarah, you know, having a bidet is a generational thing? Or it's a wealthy thing. <laughs> uh, they're only like $30, I want to say. The one at Costco is like 100 and some. I mean, again, not expensive. Mm-hmm. For people that work, it's, it's not expensive. Right? Mm-hmm. Wow. What is the difference, then, I wonder, between a 31 and yours? Like, is the water... Can you warm the water? Maybe they have a blow-drying Bitch, feature. I, I don't think... <laughs> oh. Did you hear? A blow-drying... Wait, wait, wait. What, what's, is it wrong for the it's water to be warm? <laughs> And it kisses you at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about what Boo just said. Is it wrong for the water to be warm? I'm like, I guess not. 
soap. Oh. Soap dispenser. Oh, oh my God. Squirt, squirt. Oh. And then, pss, and then. Oh my God. You can actually shower and then shit afterwards and then you don't oh. feel dirty. Mm-hmm. Sarah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. Amen. <laughs> you ever had your day ruined by having to take a shit after you showered? Mm-hmm. But again, a generational thing. Is it? Because I'm a millennial. That feels like the worst thing ever. Here's a question. A cultural thing? If you, okay, say you're what about to. What culture are you from? <laughs> Wait, Luis. You say, okay, say you take a poop, right? Uh-huh. And then you're about to take a shower. Do you still wipe after you poop or you get straight in the shower? Ew. <laughs> I hope I the answer's right. Okay, that's what I was thinking. But I hear some people, they'll they'll poop and they'll go straight in the shower. So all the shit just goes in the I heard, yeah, that's what I was like, wait, I thought I was wrong for wiping. Ice does that. After <laughs> just raise his hand. So I, proud. Legit, after I shit, I, I get in the shower, and then I, like, clean it. You're fucking nasty, he, dude. He needs his own bathroom. That's no. it. We're, we're here, like, we're talk- do we're, you even fucking let the water run between your ass cheeks? Yes, I do. So, like, like, a shower bidet. That's nasty. It's not nasty. Hey, because it's nasty because then one of us go after you. <laughs> yes. I'll be happy the happy boys too. But that's I mean, dude, like you got toilet paper, you got wipes, like yes, you didn't clean your culo before you jump in the shower. Yes, but you still got shit in your ass that you gotta clean off when you go in the shower. Not as much though. I don't know. Like yeah. I you know, I go in, you wet yourself, right? I put my micro Jackson gloves on. <laughs> the, the scrubbing gloves. The scrubbing okay, gloves, right? Uh-huh. Exfoliating gloves. Okay, okay. And I can that would be disgusting. You don't want to wash yourself and then you get shit in your gloves. Yeah, right? you, got, you gotta wipe after you shit. <clears throat> or you on your you're about to jump in the shower, yeah. yeah. I think, okay. The other one's, uh, Sarah's real quiet. Well, right Sarah, I know, yeah, she's like. Sarah doesn't need to do that. She has a bidet. Oh, my ass right. is clean every time I go in the shower. <laughs> Let me just say that. Okay, so, so then is there... Oh, uh-huh. No, I was going to say, so is it like cleaning your house before you have a makeup and clean your house? <laughs> 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 like, my ass is clean before I go in the shower. You don't even know how to do that much cleaning. <laughs> Sorry, Crazy. go ahead. No, I lost track of what I was going to say. Um, so again, a generational thing. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Maybe. because. Ooh. Old people out in the world, so you guys have bidets. I mean, I would only hear it about like you know, rich people had it <sighs> until yeah. recently. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. She had a good deal, thirty dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's good. I mean, I didn't, I didn't buy it either. <laughs> yeah. Actually, so so Alex do they give one. you things because you're cute or? <laughs> So when I lived with Alex, he had the bidet, and then that's why I started using it. And then Michael also has one. So I guess I'm just into guys who what? like clean assholes. Uh, you stole Alex's bidet? No, well, he, le- I don't <laughs> think he left it in the toilet. I don't think he would take his bidet with him. I mean, especially if he knew that you like to push him against it. I mean, like, what? The- that's for you, man. <laughs> that's crazy, though, for you to get one guy that has one. And I think that's just, like, a rare thing to see. And then the next guy you get with also has one. Like, that's uh Maybe they're just more common. And now you've come down back to California to influence us to get bidets. Mm-hmm. It's the bidet and movement. We're going to be bidet people. 
I, I don't know. I feel like it made me feel so much bougie. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. my buttholes. I mean, clean. walking around with a clean asshole. Mm-hmm. Of course, you're gonna feel bougie. No wonder she. I'm acting like my butt isn't clean. Excuse me, it is. This is just extra clean. There we go. It would be. Well, yeah. You're clean on the inside. Yeah. Sarah, Sarah yeah. just gave you the... <laughs> Are you, though? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> I would think so. She's like, just think about it. You took a shit, and then you go out to work, and it's hot. And now you just sweat between them cheeks. And if you had shit left over... It's sweaty shit in your cheeks. <laughs> Do you ever think about when you cut yourself right there? Mm. Like when From you're toilet paper? <laughs> 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 we get it. We're, we're thinking about bidet, Sarah. Okay. We're waiting for a sale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, but yeah, like, do you ever think about when you wipe, like, too much or too hard, or, like, you just get a cut right there, right? Or something, I think there's a cut because there's blood. Like, you know, a little pink little splash. Okay, so what are hemorrhoids, okay? Because I know that bleeding occurs when you, like, either you strain yourself, like, too hard, you Mm -hmm. push too hard, there's blood there. They say if you have hemorrhoids... Like that's the th- you, you can also bleed, mm-hmm. but I'm like, what are hemorrhoids and how do we know? Yeah, you'll know. <laughs> you had one. I did. Oh, okay. So explain it. Yeah, it's just like a lump that comes because you strain too hard and the insides of the butthole kind of like come out. They don't come out, but it's just like inflammation that comes from outside of the butthole from straining, and it hurts to sit down. That's how you know. Then it'll hurt to sit down. Mm-hmm. But what how if long? you had anal? <laughs> Anyways, yeah, it hurts to sit down. Yeah, it hurts to sit down, hurts to wipe. And then it goes away once it's not inflamed anymore. But On then do you, can you, do you feel it? Is it something you feel? Mm-hmm. Isn't there preparation H for that? Is that what that's for? I thought, like, you know, in, in Austin Powers. Hemorrhoids. Oh. <laughs> Everybody like, <laughs> You're right. Come huh. on, the generation. You can tell it's millennials and Gen Z. Don't know what Fucking hemorrhoids or hemorrhoids. I mean, one does, but oh yeah, huh? If they're really bad, though, I don't think they go away on their own. No, that's that's probably the one you have to put the preparation H or probably seek medical attention. For. I saw pictures of those and. <sighs> oh, okay, and well, going away from that conversation because I'm like I don't want to think about it anymore. I don't want to think about my asshole because of hemorrhoids. Why are your nipples hard? <laughs> my nipples are old. He's like, it's cold in here. Um, so what other differences are there between their generation and our generation? Well, I was actually going to go with the similarity because it's like, um, well, no, okay, let's go differences. Remember, I said that I think that the reason why they have millennial tendencies mm-hmm. is because they had millennial siblings. True. Mm. True, like, and the millennial tendencies are... Like, you guys are just cool because of us. Yeah. That's really how you feel. But I think there's also other kids. Th- maybe it just depends, like, on how close that family is, too. Because I think there's other millennials who have, like, a big gap in the age. Mm-hmm. And then those are Gen Z, but they act like Gen Z kids. Alcoholism. That's a millennial thing. We, we like to drink our problems away. Who doesn't? Even the generation before us drank their... You know, like, two, three generations are fucking... Especially, okay, let's talk about, like, 60s, 50s and 60s, right? They were six fucking alcoholics and smokers. Yeah. 
Alcoholic. Well, go on. She's <laughs> an alcoholic. This Sarah We're all alcoholics, but I don't understand where it comes from. Because dad, he drinks, but he's a weenie drinker. Yeah, I think this is the one where Google said cultural or, or, or did, no, Sarah, did you say cultural? Yeah, I think this is a cultural thing. I think this is from Mexico. That's fucking <laughs> crazy. Yeah, it's like, if we're Mexican, it's probably in our genetics. That's very, you know, that's such a stereotype. It is, but I mean... I feel like think about it this way: there's four of us in this table that have had very different upbringings, and I would say maybe two of us for sure are alcoholics. You said she was. Yeah, yeah. I think the three of us definitely are. I've come. I mean, I've, I'm walking away from alcohol because I have weed in my life now. <laughs> but yeah, before like, and, and was, I'll have alcohol every now and then, but not the way I used to. You know, like. So can you can y'all explain that to me? Other than it's a than it's a cultural genetic thing. Yeah, because I don't even like the taste of alcohol. I just like the feeling. You want beer? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Sarah likes the taste though. She ordered a beer. Oh, right. A beer, beer. A beer. Yeah. <laughs> you want Lucille's beer? blonde. I wanted to try it. Oh, oh, a different type of beer. I thought you like got like. Is a, it a Ipa? Like a freaking Heineken or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't go to anywhere and be like, I want a beer. I go to like the mixed drinks, you know, like the what the I can't taste. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to taste it. I don't know. I think when I started with alcohol, it was the hard stuff, right? Because you, I hung out with older people, and that's older people were drinking the harder stuff. So I was like, I'm gonna fucking keep up. But then when I started hanging out with people who were, like, my age, I could play it dumb, right, and get the fruity drinks because mm-hmm. that's what they were getting because they were just barely coming up on the world of drinking. So that's – and now I'm like, fuck no. Don't pass me nothing. I can't even have fucking pucanas because I have those and, oh, my God. The next day I'm, like, alcoholic shakes. Ugh. I'm fucking throwing up. I hate the world. Oh, I got Why? chills. Why? <laughs> <laughs> right, because you – you remember when you had to walk home? Oof. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Tell us that story. That this is about generations. <laughs> no, and actually, I was going to say, uh, you when you said hanging out with older people, uh-huh. I was going to say maybe Gen... Okay, so stereotypically, Gen X is the strong work ethic generation, okay? Uh-huh. So I was going to say maybe that's where you got your strong work ethic because you you hang out with Gen X. Yeah. I like hanging out with older. I mean, I just always liked hanging out with older people. It's, I because they knew more, so they were able to teach me more things. Hanging out with people my age was just stupid with stupid. Mm-hmm. I didn't want that. I wanted, you know, that street knowledge. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Oh, so okay. So one of the similarities I always see with millennials and Gen X, and this is stereotypical, I think, but it's also I think. It's a positive one, actually. It's uh, so I always feel like millennials kind of paved the way for social justice, and like Gen Z, you know, you guys were the ones out there, you know, during the Black Lives Matter movement and stuff like that. Like you guys were, you know, I feel like it was mostly younger, the younger generation. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, social justice kind of got started with the millennials. But it has to be with the younger generation. Yeah, Us yeah, old folks are like, we can't take a baton to the back. <laughs> oh my God. We can't. You uh, know? And 
it's just like that is definitely the younder kids. So who's work. cancel culture though? Is it millennials? Oh, that's fucking them. Oh, it's probably Gen Z. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think so too. Yeah, it is them. Yeah. Whoever it is. And see, some people deserve to get canceled, but yes. there's, there's they kind of. Some people push it too far. Yeah, because that's hard. Because I could say what I've said 10 years ago is not what I would say now. Yes. And I feel that for them, too. Like, it's not fair because they are that Mm -hmm. platform. Like, Harvey Weinstein, that was (laughs) a drug cancel culture. Okay, That that was a drug cancel. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm trying to think of who's... uh, Jane Rodriguez. Uh, Jane Rodriguez, right? Because she sang the song and said the N-word? Yes. She sang the song, said the N-word, and... Cancel culture wanted to get... I mean, they've... And they've pretty much succeeded with kind of ruining her career. She was in... Um, it's not Jane. It's Gina. Is it Gina? Yeah, yes, it's Gina. Gina. Her name is Jane. Jane. Because she virgin. had Jane the Virgin. Oh, her. Uh-huh. And I just feel like... I think, you know, maybe have those conversations, right, where... You sit down and you're like, if it bothers you that much to the core that you want to cancel this person, fucking, as a collective, have a conversation, you know? Because I think I grew up listening to to fucking, you know, a lot of music that had, you know, the N-word. Um, and, up. I mean, I still, it slips. Why? Because we grew up in East LA and we grew, you know, there was a lot of, I had a lot of, you know, black kids in school. So it wasn't like we didn't hear it. We didn't um, kind of like live with Mm -hmm. them and say it. And for now to be just like, yeah, y'all can't say that no more. I'm like, excuse me. Wait, when did this change? Mm. You know? Yeah. that's. that's And it's not because I'm not saying it to be, to be nasty Mm -hmm. towards another person. You know, I'm just saying it because that's how I grew up. You know, it's not like I grew up, beating up people and I still beat up people to today. That's just a kind of different, yeah. you know, oh, that's, that's a hard one. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, some people do take offense to it, like really strongly. Yeah. So I'm like, I see that, you know, so I don't know. That's a hard one. It's like a, yeah. But I think canceling somebody isn't going to make them change. Mm-hmm. And if it does, it's because they want to get their career back. Yeah. Yeah. Cause a lot of them that's, and I don't think she has come out to be, like, mm-hmm. I think she has issued an apology, but they want more from yeah. her because there's been, like, when she was younger, she there was a recording thing, and she said it in a video. So they're just like, but, like, that's how she grew up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And oh, if, she apologized <clears throat> for it. She did apologize oh, for it. Oh, see, like, okay, there's, there's, I think there's, you know how there's tears on crimes and how people get, you know, if you did something really bad, you went, you know, your life in prison, mm-hmm. you... What's it called? You uh, get caught jaywalking, you get a ticket. Mm. If you apologize for saying the N-word in a song, you're like, you know what, I'm sorry. Like, Yeah, yeah. Like, like, don't cancel the person. Just yeah. be, like, be like, we accept, you know, mm-hmm. collectively, like, we accept your apology. We, we appreciate that you apologize for it, you know. Okay, I see now. Yeah, that was too far. I didn't know it was a song. I thought she was, like, rec- getting recorded saying it. Just out of nowhere. Oh, no, yeah. It was a song. Okay. It was a song. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. A song that had the Edward in it. It yeah. wasn't like she was saying, so yesterday, my... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. That, they, but it's hard, much. again, because we... And I, you know, maybe that's the... Not the misunderstanding, but I guess misinformation. 
is that we're not black and we'll never know the full experience of what they experience and mm-hmm. what that means to them. So it's hard because yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. I understand, but you need to understand that sometimes it fucking slips. Especially in a song. You just want to, you're going. Yes, there, yes, you're yeah. like grooming to yeah. it and you're just like, fuck, it slips. And you're just like, I can see you going like this, as it plays back at it. Yeah, it's fucking rough. Like, if they're going to do that, they should just cancel like half of the Disney movies that came out before 1950. 1960, even, because I think Aristocats came out after 1950. You ever heard that scene in Aristocats where the, where the Asian cat puts, oh, puts a yeah. thing on his head and like something about like Kung Fu fried rice or something like that? Oh, yeah, 100%. It's, it's racially offensive. Like, but not nah, like, because Disney's got that power that you're mm-hmm. like, you can't cancel us. Mm-hmm. I mean, coronavirus did shut them down. <laughs> did they? Because I'm pretty sure the numbers for Disney Plus oh, yeah. shot up like crazy during the coronavirus. We did pay $30 to watch Cruella DeVille. I mean, uh, yeah, Cruella. Hold on. You guys saw it? You guys didn't know the movies? Mm-mm. Bitch, no. Ooh. Get out. If you liked it that much, I know. if you would have seen it in theaters. Yeah. Like, I was thinking that when we were watching it. I was like, wow, this would have been really, it especially was, high. Dude, hold on. So check this out. When we went to go see it, I took a gummy and I was like, yeah, it's going to be fucking good. Mm. I didn't feel it. So we, we left. Oh, that's I get in the car and I'm driving and then we get, because, you know, the AMC is close to Avalia's house. And... We get close to there, and I started feeling, like, antsy, and I go, we got to switch. And I'm like, but that was, like, two yeah. hours later. Yeah, because it was a long movie. Yeah. I was high watching it. I was, I was best decision I've made this <laughs> month. Yes. No, Is it shit talking? Don't go there. Don't go there. Oh. <laughs> go there. So. Uh, yeah. Okay. We're yeah. Doing, we're doing generational differences. Yes. So, also, I think um, some millennials are not that great planners, and they need to get their shit together. <laughs> really? Do you have anybody, like, in particular, or that we could, you know... I don't think I'm that great of a planner. <laughs> I try, but sometimes things get away from me because I'm a procrastinator. Is that something you guys deal with? Are you guys procrastinators, personally? Big time. No. I am, yeah. Like so, with oh, Sarah. So you're not? Your millennial things, then. Yeah. No, I don't think so. That's no. crazy. What about when you were in school? In school, I was, but now I think, no, I don't. I just get too anxious. You schedule so for everything. I'm, mm-hmm. I get anxious, too, but I still don't do it yeah. when I need so to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, and for me, uh, yeah, I will put it off until the very end, but I always feel that, I mean... I do good work, period. Mm. So I just feel like it makes me better because yeah. I have no uh, space for errors. See, that could be a Gen X thing. Though. But that's also also part problem of me feeling like a perfectionist mm. and then seeing my flaws, knowing that I'm not, and being like, I got to work harder to get there. It's a lot of pressure you put on yourself. Yeah. Ooh, man. Everybody who's, who's got social anxiety, raise your hand. I didn't think I started. <laughs> Bob was like lifting her hand, not wanting to lift it. Sometimes. I got better. Yeah, I've gotten better. I've worked on it. Yeah, but see, it's a millennial thing too. But see, I don't think I started feeling any kind of anxiety until I started hearing people having anxiety. Oh, you think you have a what's it called? What's 
that disease called where you think you have something? Hypochondriac? Yep. You think you're a hypochondriac when it comes to that? I don't know. You don't have it? Maybe. so then is it like a a genetic or is it like how you were raised because it could be fucking genetics i think so okay so i started listening to this book um it didn't start with you and it's talking about generational trauma and how generational trauma is embedded in the dna like in our dna and i thought generational trauma was like you know I was a product of my mom being, I was a product of my mother who was a um, teenager, right? So because of that and because of how I grew up knowing that, I was going to end up being a young mother, right? That's what I thought it was. Mm. She experienced something in my life. And because I know that it was going to happen with me also because my mind hadn't been my mindset hadn't changed. I didn't realize how deep it is and that it's something that happened three generations ago or four or five generations ago can be affecting us now. And I'm like, so we're fighting shit that we don't even know. Mm-hmm. That's not even our problem. It's not right? my problem. Yeah, because right? <laughs> uh, yeah, dad obviously has issues. Issues. Oh, shit. As we've heard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I forgot. Forgot where we were for a second. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> but so I mean, it's okay. We, everyone heard them. In yeah, episode, right. It's so. nothing new. But so it's like, I always felt like, especially hearing that. Oh yeah, I look so much like Dad, or but more than I look like my mom. Um, that was always in my head. The growing up, like, man, I'm gonna be just like him, look like him, be just like him. And I think that just gave me even more anxiety to not try to be like that. But yeah. still, I felt like. Why are you fighting it? Like You're the pool. Like, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel he might be bipolar, but not like to a, a high extent because he's so weird. Like, he'll act like he's fine. Like, oh, yeah, nothing bothers him. You know, we could say anything to his face and he's going to be like, okay, laugh it off, whatever. But when we're not all there, when he's home and we don't, like, say for Father's Day today, if we wouldn't show up, I feel like that would hurt him. Like, he, but he would act like he didn't care. So like in that episode when you called him a little bitch, you went home to cry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like it, it, it went deeper. Like if, if he did think about that, it's like my kids don't see me as a parent. Even though he has, he knows. I feel like he hasn't. I think, yeah, because I know people say like, oh, you're so much harder on your mother than you are on your father. And I go, it's because my relationship with my mother, we lived through a lot of ups and downs. So I feel like that's my mom. Right, like she lived all that nasty shit with me. That's my mom. I can never like not claim her. But I feel like with that, and I think that's why our fights are so epic, because it's like we love so hard, and we're just like, but she's fucking stubborn as shit and dumb as shit, and until she changes, that's not gonna work. Mm. But I think that you know that's my mom and. Because I expected so much from her and I didn't receive what I expected, I'm disappointed. It hurts more. Yes. Oof. And it hurts more because that's my mom. Oof. Like, that's my dog, you know? <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and with dad, I just feel like it's, he's a homie. Like, you know? And he's dad because he's dad, but I feel like dad is the homie, mm-hmm. you know? 
And I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah. I just think that that's what he knows. So that's what he was able to give us. Mm-hmm. Your dad seems like a great friend. Yeah. Like, I think it for him, like, I, I, I'm past all this now. Yeah. I, I do think about it, but I'm past it. But I think for dad, um, how I would think it went that way is because he had kids so young. Yeah. It's like arrested development. Like, he yeah, wasn't able to grow said. up. So <laughs> we had, it's what? And she's saying it's your fault. you know (laughs) no but they say you know when you have a traumatic event happen a lot of people stay in that age Mm -hmm. right so i think when it comes to my mom and my dad they had young kids and it was traumatic yeah that's Um, a young age to be yeah Mm -hmm. and i think that they both kind of stood there i think he's been able he's made something of himself right like he has a good job he owns, you know, his house. You know, like he's good, like, mm-hmm. financially. So, I mean, that's cool, you know, like, good for him. Uh, I'm like, we're not expected to be on the will, maybe after this. <laughs> I know. Sarah's been quiet. She knows. She's she not going to say anything. <laughs> I just feel like I have had a different experience than everybody else. Like, I don't feel like dad's friendly, like a friend to me not not in that way but i feel like he's been more of a father figure i would say than a friend like the way he the what he says to you that you've told me he i don't think he would ever say those kind of things to me so let's talk i think because he respects you generational difference i think because he feels you have lived like i think the the life maybe dad would have wanted right to um made something of himself more than what he is now so because you're able you are the only one who's been able to do that i think that he respects you does that mean because he's proud of her <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i just think he sarah is like an adult to him yeah yeah because when we talk on the phone it's always like oh talking about stocks talking about you buying your house and all these financial kind of things and i'm always just on the phone like i don't know what any of this means <laughs> He's like, finally, I can have a conversation wait, with wait, somebody. Wait. You don't know what any of that means? She has to listen to our episode. <laughs> That's yeah. how we know y'all bitches don't listen. <laughs> wow, wow. I'm just behind. <laughs> behind. All right. But. That's crazy, though, to hear this. That's why I'm so shocked when you tell me the things that he says to you, because I just can't imagine him ever saying. How would, how do you think you would react like that oh because i just like who the fuck do you think you're talking to no i think it's because i just told her yesterday about the stuff he was texting us in the group chat like finding out other stuff oh yeah he he, yeah he talks so openly about it to us like oh yeah this is what was happening you know but yeah i guess i don't know but all he talks to you is about stocks and stuff and financial or just like whatever's going on the boob buying her house any kind of investments he's making any kind of Shit, yeah. Dad really sees us as homies, too, as the homegirls. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah's like, oh, that's my daughter. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Because yes. you know what? We're, okay, so we were on the phone yesterday, and um, we were talking about Aliana. And I was telling him, I go, oh, what? where is she going, right? Because I'm like, is she going to follow Lupus footsteps mm. and do Marines, or where is she going? And he goes, no, she's going to the Navy like her cousin. And I, he was so fucking proud it was like eh. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you <laughs> <laughs> going into the school district's not bad either okay 
if I last there 30 years, I'm going to have Benny's for life. We're hosting two different school districts. That's twice as good. It's still not as good good enough, though. <laughs> but then, okay. Yeah. She, he has so much respect for, and, you know, he sees Sarah on, you know, Sarah's on one of the pedestals. Yeah. Um, I, so what's the reasoning for yeah, it was I thought that too. Yeah, like oh, you guys are going to straight out say her name. We could beep it out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> beep. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, um, I put a fart noise instead. <laughs> I don't think we have the fart noise. Damn. We need to fight it down. I don't. know. It's okay. We'll fart, <laughs> record it, and go. then just edit it. Personalized. <laughs> I don't know. I think it has to just mainly, honestly. I think it's because of how she looked as a kid. She was. Light skinned, she had green eyes, right? Does she have green eyes? I don't even know. I was gonna say, but you're lighter than Sarah. I'm pale. This bitch ain't got color. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. it. I'm pale. She's like, <laughs> what's when you're painting? What is it like? Egg white? Did the primer you gotta put on before you put on the paint? They forgot to paint this bitch <laughs> before she left the factory. Yeah, I was supposed to look like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that's what it was with her. Like, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure she has. Green eyes. Now, okay, oh my God, you said that. And I'm like, and Grandpa Hector, Nana, Mm -hmm. white. Uh, Dez's mom, white. And I don't know what happened with Grandma. Yeah, right. (laughs) Did she have blonde hair back in the day? (laughs) Didn't she? She And she she tricked him. No, Grandpa, when he talks about (laughs) Grandma Priscilla, he says she was fine. He does, yeah. And I feel like that. I always like that because... I mean, it was so fine. <laughs> he had a great chunk of kids with her. How many was... Three of them? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I get confused who's who's over there. It's... Dad. Shorty. Oh, well, no. Geeky. Geeky's older? Wait, no, no. Yeah, Shorty's first, right? Shorty, Dad, Geeky. Mm-hmm. So it's them three from... So, yeah. Grandpa went back three times. That's At all least fine. Times, yeah. <laughs> At least. <laughs> I, yeah. But, yeah. So maybe that's in them, too. Like... Mm-hmm. I don't know though. She's like white kids. What? It's it's just the idea of white is right. It's yeah. And now Dad's married to a white lady, and it's not the first white lady that he dates. Yeah, since and I, now I'm trying to think about it. Brittany, <laughs> Brittany would be Dawn when she got older. Ugh. Ugh. You don't think there's a lot of similarities? I don't remember that much about. I know we met her. Yeah. But I don't, I can't see her. I used to take it with her. (laughs) God. Yeah. We were talking about this too. But from what I remember her to look like, I definitely, like when I see Brittany, I can see it. So annoying. But again, it's, uh, I think that's part of their DNA. It's, because you even said, well, you even said Marty had that idea too, right? Yeah. And then That's we know our other one. Yeah. And our other sibling has the same feeling. <clears throat> See, I don't know how to feel about this because I am, I'm pale. Yeah. So you're not even, yeah, you're I, not in I, the running, you're I, good. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I can't be even like speaking up for this because of what, why am I saying anything, you know? Yeah. As I don't agree with it, but you know, like. As no, a, but as I. As a not brown kid, is yeah. that what you're saying? <laughs> But you are a brown kid. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like that. You know, I wish I, yeah. Yeah, I, it doesn't matter what you look like on the outside. Like, you're a brown kid. You know, un poquito español. Muy poquito. But. <laughs> Porque no los dos. Yo Pablo. 
<laughs> so yeah, that's yeah. And we've had conversations about um your grandpa from Bakersfield from Yeah, this that side of the family. That, what what were what generation box would he old? Old yeah. <laughs> Your grandpa would probably be... Where they don't even have names. Like, mm-hmm. they don't got a name for that generation. Your grandpa's? No, not my grandpa. Well, not Grandpa Hector. Because oh. I think Grandpa Hector's like, he grew up here. Mm-hmm. You know, even though he was born over there, like, I think he's uh, um, assimilated. Where was he born, Grandpa Hector? I think in Guadalajara. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. He would be Gen X. No, sorry, not Gen X. Uh, baby born. Baby, mm. oh baby, yeah, baby, baby, bop. Yeah, because I'm assuming he was born before 1964, right? This is part of the Matrix. That was a glitch in the Matrix. Oh my gosh, he's a baby boomer. Yeah, before 64, because my mom's 69. <laughs> <laughs> we all looked at each other. I know. <laughs> That's the only re- the only way I remember how old she is because of 69. Mm-hmm. Do you think about it when you're ever, you know? <laughs> Hey, you know what? You're 69. She's doing 69. Like, oh, I should call my mom. <laughs> <laughs> you want a fun fact? What? I dated someone who was born in 1969. Oh. I thought oh. that was going in another direction. <laughs> <laughs> I dated someone and we tried it. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, it's just. Wait, me. how old were you then when he was, you know? Um, I think I was 21. Like, 20, 21. So he would have been like what, 50 at the time? He wait, was. Wait, wait. So no, no, no. Because how old is your mom? He was, he was 40. Oh, okay. Oh, that's still. Wait. Oh, and sorry, what were you saying? It's grandma territory. <laughs> what happened? What? About her. Grandma dated, dated them older? No, oh, I just, oh, I guess not. The reverse with Diego. Oh, yeah. Grandma likes them young. Yeah. I like them older. <laughs> Your grandma got herself a Gen X. Weird. Do you know how they met? Because every time I ask her, or the one time I asked her, she was like, yeah, I don't remember. I don't know. I heard he was at a bar and he turned, he was turning 21. And grandma just, you know, picked him up. Drink? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, happy birthday. And she's like, who's a birthday boy? He just turned 21. He's like, that's the one. Mm-hmm. Grab him. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, and he's been there ever since. But all the other times that we've heard, uh, it's been, uh, sh- I think he, she used to drop off dad at preschool oh. and used to pick him up. <laughs> That's, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, because he's oh, younger than dad, huh? You're younger. Oh my God. That's crazy. Yeah, she got herself a And no wonder we have but, issues. But now I'm thinking about it. I have Grandma Pia's mentality, I think. Cougar? I'm only a year not, younger. Not cougar. <laughs> not just cougar, but I think, like, I don't know. I think Grandma B.I. gives that, like, don't fuck with me vibe. Oh, We yeah. all saw it at Granny's funeral when she was willing to throw down with Amber. Shut up. Yes, bitch. You know this? No. See? Grandma B.I. was in a beat up Amber. Oh, little Amber. Yes. Oh, yeah. They were getting, I remember, yeah. Okay. Yes. That's, that's crazy. crazy. That is crazy. Like, that's. Me, when I. When I become a grandma very, very long time from now, I never, you know, or with Jocelyn, right? No, because that's her grandma, right? Amber's her grandkid. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I don't never want to see myself down the line getting into almost a physical altercation yeah. 
with my grandchild. Somebody who's like half your age too. Like that's just and half your size. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like where's your head? You know, like that's that, yeah. But okay. I think that her like persona, I, I see. Yeah. So grandma, grandma Pia has six kids and she treats the ones that have less going for themselves better. Holy shit. So dad is doing the same thing, but reverse. Flipped it. Yeah. He's treating the ones that, you know, the one that Mm -hmm. has been doing the most, the best, because that's what he was in his childhood. Mm -hmm. He was the best and didn't get any attention. Mm -hmm. So he wanted to make sure that the best of his kids. I mean, that's what I, we don't know. Well, okay, but she's the best. In another way. In another way. Yeah, like maybe not career and financial wise, but I don't know. Like, yeah, Yeah. that one is, I don't know. But again, it's, you know, based on the experiences. Which is, that he had. I think Gachi looks lighter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, maybe. You didn't get treated that well. Like he is the lightest kid one, so maybe he wants to treat the no. lightest kid ones better. It has to be that, yeah. Mm-hmm. That dad was the best. And I think... Or did the best. Yeah. Well, has done the best, mm-hmm. you know, for himself out of all of them. Oh, that's... Man, because then I'm like, I hope when I do have kids, I really hope I learn from this, you know? Like, yeah. You can't, you can't coddle the ones that aren't doing well, but at the same time, you can't. Like, you know, really. Yeah, because the thing is, is that you don't, you have to try to be even or mm-hmm. across the board. And I'm very thankful that I only have to raise one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them kids. Yeah. <laughs> you say it. And, you know, let the best one win. Like, but I think you can't, I don't know. That's crazy. Like, I think if we would have had this conversation, you know, maybe even five years ago my outlook would be very different, right? I think I would still be affected by knowing all of this, but I think now it's just like, I'm thankful to know this because then I can try to still do better, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, yes, it, it wasn't easy, but it is what it is. Like, you can't change it. There's nothing that he can ever do to change it, mm-hmm. you know? It's just, you gotta choose or you're gonna make the best of the situation or are you going to let it fucking consume you mm-hmm. for the rest of your life? Exactly. Fuck no. You can't be weird. Yeah. I don't want to be sad about that shit. Uh-uh. There's life, baby. I was going to say, he can make it just a little better by being there for all his grandkids. But it's still part of, of the issue. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can't... I can't ask you to be a handyman. I know that you have no handyman skills. And I don't think you even have the eye coordination for it. So it's like it's like asking you to do something that's out of your control, out yeah. of your skill set, you know. And these are skills that you're not going to acquire by. And I think that's good to learn this too. Like you have to know this because your parents are still people too, trying. Mm-hmm. You know, like they have their own stuff going on. And mm-hmm. I think when you finally realize that, or like you accept it, it makes things so much easier because then you could just focus by yourself. You're not using how you were raised as a crutch or like an excuse to be not doing as well as you should be or something like that. I was going to say, if and when you have kids, you don't have to feel bad about like, oh, he doesn't want to see them. 
you're like, oh, well, you know, that's how he is. So I'm just, mm-hmm. when he does want to see them and we, we can, I'll bring them to him. And yeah. we'll, you know, and Build boundaries. Don't fucking just take it to him. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Build boundaries, you know, set your rules. For them too, yeah. It would be for them too because I'm with um, uh, Melanie wanting to see dad. Yeah. It was like, Remember you, how yeah. you, you set those expectations. Mm-hmm. Dude, I saw Melanie's post about, you know, uh, Cowboy who's, her dad because he raised her and Matt tell me why that should like rip my heart out and it's crazy because it's like you know I have no no ill feelings towards cowboy right because I don't know cowboy um Mal is a great kid and you know I'm just thankful that cowboy was part of her life and you know that he was able to add you know whatever he added to that to make her a, a special kid you know? Yeah. And again, everything happens for a fucking reason, dude. Exactly. And I'm just like, even though it breaks my heart, right? Because Marty will never get that recognition. I don't really feel like with any of the kids. Um, but it's like, I'm just thankful that they have who they have in their lives. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You know, that's all I can ever do. And But it was crazy. You know, because I think Mal was like, I mean, it just still happen with Benny. Like, right, Benny can have a mm-hmm. male figure in his life who's going to be his dad, and then it'll probably break my heart one last time. Yeah. But that will be the last time he'll have to yeah. be broken because with the other kids, I'll kind of, I expect it with, mm-hmm. you know, Josh, uh, Jocelyn, especially Jesse. Mm-hmm. Um, That's crazy. Dang, happy Father's Day. Like, we're Aww. just, like, talking about all of it. But, you know, these are our things. And it's funny how it started, you know, talking about, our generational gap in those differences. Um, but because reading that book and it's like, okay, also the, the trauma, right. Generational trauma. It's like that. It's crazy how far it affects. Yeah. So there was this, and one of the stories in there was talking about a lady who, um, had suicidal tendencies. And I think her mother did also, and they just didn't understand like, where is this coming from? So I guess, come to find out that one of their grandmas right like down the line was um in the holocaust and she watched her brothers and sisters burn so they said that it stemmed from that trauma holy shit yeah and that was like i'm like that blew my mind because i'm like definitely we're finding shit we don't know and that kind of set me back because i'm just like am i ever gonna get better or is it going to be, like, once you take care of one situation, something else is going to pop up in your life? Huh? That's hard. Because I, I don't know. I feel like right now in life, I feel so happy. And I feel like it's a gift that I could turn situations now and find the positive. Like with Pepper. Mm-hmm. I was, I'm, yeah, I'm sad about that. But, like, we had it for this time. And then I felt so good about that. Like, good about finding the positive in that. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. I feel like you can get better. Yeah, I don't. Something just really has to snap or like break. I don't know what it is, but do you think it has to do with your vegetable trip? Yes. Oh my god, yes. That that is. I I tell everybody. Yeah, I forget about it, but yeah, because that time when you well, the the mushroom, you know, when I took a mushroom, you know, <laughs> that dream. <laughs> I remember having that dream too. Yeah, it was a dream. It had to be a dream. Yes, so, you know, you took you, in yeah. my dream. You took a mushroom. Yeah, and. I felt the lowest I've ever felt. Like, I thought I felt sad. 
But that was like, I was really scared of what was going to happen because I, yeah, suicide was on my mind the whole time. And Sarah and Michael were in the other room and I was there trying to keep it together. Like, I was really wishing I didn't have any family because I was like, I want to do this right now. I don't want to be here anymore. But I don't want to break you guys' hearts. And all of a sudden, like, I kept feeling that. I was like, I can't feel this for much longer because this shit's, it's hurting, you know, like, Mm -hmm. it's scary. And all of a sudden, I snapped, like, I guess I came off of it because it was a while. And then I just felt so good and I felt so happy. And I was like, I'm going to try from then on. I was like, I'm going to try my hardest to feel like this, even on my shitty days, because it's nothing compared to how I was feeling like this. So do you think it was kind of, I don't know, life showing you like, bitch, it could be worse. Yeah. And you experiencing that and you're like, I don't want that. Because I did feel like I I'd always thought suicide, not always, but like after Marty, I felt like suicide would be such a selfish thing because... Mm-hmm. We know that pain of somebody mm-hmm. being taken away, and now you want to do it to yourself. So you, when it would be brought up, knowingly causing that. Yeah. Yes. So, but then, so on that trip, I was like, people feel like this. People actually feel like this constantly, every day. Uh huh. And I was like, I can't even if I can't imagine feeling like this for longer than that trip because, uh, uh-uh, I get it. I get it. Like you're hurting that much, and there's no light. You don't see a light, especially if it continues on for days. And I think that really changed me too. Like just realizing that like you're okay and then you started to work out and you became (laughs) part of the fucking buff crew (laughs) dude when she posted that that video of her like muscle back i was like what the fuck this bitch is like sarah (laughs) i was like what the hell (laughs) i said i'm gonna have to start fucking like walking double time so i can at least get some fucking calf muscle to join the club like that's crazy but yes yeah it all changed like then i started working out more I started taking care of myself. I started loving myself. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing, too, I think. Because now I'm like, I would let anybody push me over back then. Like, yeah, I pushed myself over. Why not? Now I was like, oh, well, you no, know, no, no. I don't even talk to myself like that. You're not going to talk to me like that. Not even my worst day, motherfucker. You got me <laughs> <Exactly>. fucking twisted. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would tell you about my experience if I had ever had shrooms. <laughs> I had a dream I had shrooms. <laughs> okay, tell us about that. <laughs> I think I'm just too scared to actually do it because the dream that I had where I took shrooms, um, the latest dream that I had where I took shrooms, I remember, like, I had a sketch pad in the dream, and I'm, like, sketching, and I feel like some somebody was telling me what to sketch, and I remember, and I have the drawing still, and I remember there in was a... Dreams. In my dream. <laughs> yeah, because I was drawing in my dream as well. Like, it was a very uh, vivid dream. I was I had a sharpie and I was just scribbling faces that I was seeing, but all of a sudden, I got to a corner where I just like would not stop scribbling. And I remember like asking, "What's in that corner?" Because it, it was like a conversation with myself, and I remember asking, "What's in that corner?" And so, like a voice kept telling me, "You're not ready for that." And when you look at the picture, it's just a dark corner and it's all black. And I, my heart's racing just thinking about it. But I remember the voice in my head was like, "You're not ready for it." And like me being curious, I was like no, please tell me, I, I, w- I have to know now, and they're like, no, you're not ready, like, you don't want to know what's in that corner, like, some things are just better left hidden, is what it was telling me, and it, oof, it scares me. Okay, I so I think, I think we definitely need to end this episode, so we can strike the other one, because I think that's the way we should be, we should be having those discussions, because I, oh, yeah, okay, guys, so thank you so much for joining <laughs> us. We really tried to stay on topic, but we didn't. I We apologize. You know what? No, we don't. This is a fucking good episode. Y'all sh- you're welcome. Um, but thank you for joining us, and we'll see you again next week. Bye. 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 Bye.